Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for GWBC Radio's Open for Business. Now, here's your host. Lee Cantor here, another episode of GWBC Open for Business, and this is going to be a good one. Today we have with us Benika Wilson with WCM Firm. Welcome. Thank you, Lee. Uh, before we get too far into things, tell us about WCM Firm. How are you serving folks? Well, WCM Firm is a management consulting firm. We started in 2001, um, and our team of consultants uh, help companies with diversity and inclusion, strategic planning, um, employee engagement, and stakeholder engagement. Um, and we work with a team of advisors that are senior-level professionals and their teams really um, help improve leadership performance and conquer the most complex strategic challenges that organizations face. So how'd you get into the diversity and inclusion uh, world? Uh, so my background uh, is uh, I have a master's in organizational behavior uh, with, a, with a concentration in HRD, human resource development. And um, coming from a background, I was a, a commercial banker, um, Lee, and I saw oftentimes um, minorities and um, women having a difficult time at the table. And when I say that, I'm talking about um, going in for loan fi financing, trying to uh, finance their small businesses, and really saw the need to, it originally started um, as helping companies prepare for the um, financial planning process for the loan application process with projections and templates and making sure that they were prepared. But then it catapulted um, really into, you know, our world is such a global economy and we're doing business with, um, you know, overseas and with different uh, cultures. And so I saw really an opportunity, and this was almost 20 years ago, um, to really help organizations, not only with the financial planning piece of their business, but really to understand how to how to play in a global economy, how to be competitive, um, and how to do business globally. So now, um, have you stumbled upon some sort of best practices when it comes to implementing a diversity strategy? Breaking up. Um, have you, uh, do you have a, um, some best practices you can share about? Broke up. I um, okay. I can hear you. Let's see. All right. Can you hear me at all? I can hear you now, Lee. Thank you. Okay. So um, let, let's let just, I'm going to ask the question and then I'll uh, fix this in post. Okay. Have you um, kind of developed any best practices when it comes to implementing a diversity strategy? Absolutely. Um, our firm begins... Um, performing a diversity strategy first with performing a readiness assessment. And this allows an opportunity to gauge internal and external concerns, forecast any pushback that we might receive in, in executing a strategic plan, or also looking at wins that will take longer so we can format a phased approach. Once the readiness assessment is completed, we analyze the data. And from that analysis, we create that phased approach. It's based on feedback that we receive. Um, and strategy is not only looking at new things to do or changes to make to an organization when we come in, but also we're looking at what is already being done and leveraging some of those things that are currently taking place that are really working within the company 
and we identify early wins and catapult new action strategies from that synergy and excitement that is already present within the organization. So people think when they're going to do a diversity strategic plan or strategy, we're coming in to totally change what's going on with the organization. And we that's quite the contrary. We're coming in to look at, you know, what are you already doing well and how can we leverage those things to help you become more inclusive, to make your employees feel value, to understand your uh, stakeholders and your clients better so that you can um, provide the best services and products for them. Now, I've been talking to a lot of different companies, and some of them have been implementing these kind of forums where um, their people can share and talk about these kind of um, sometimes difficult uh, conversations about race and other uh, topics that are, you know, controversial for some folks. Is it possible to really do that in kind of without creating um, friction amongst the organization? Because it seems like it's a, a delicate situation. It totally is a delicate uh, conversation to have. And um, we recommend doing that with small groups. And these small groups, they're great when they can be facilitated by an outside source like WCM Firm or someone that at least has um, experience uh, with the sensitive topic. Um, we, we create, we start by creating a safe space. We build trust within the groups and we lay out ground rules for engagement before we start those conversations. And Lee, race is such a sensitive topic, but we start with saying you must allow grace and mercy to your peers, um, and that don't look like you. And that's, that's when true progress can, can take place. Um, it won't be acquired unless you go in saying, you know, I know there's probably going to be some things that are said that may be offensive, but we can't have true progress if we don't have these sensitive, hard conversations. And I think that there's a huge benefit in terms of having a third party outside person come in and facilitate this because the person, if it's all done internally, there could be some politics and some baggage that that facilitator internally might have where people may not listen or might have a memory of something in the past that would, you know, wasn't appropriate or, or they didn't like and I think a third party, an independent, objective third party can really make things a lot simpler and easier. Absolutely. Um, we don't have a motive, right, Lee, when we come in. We want everyone to win. And I think what happens is when someone internally is having that conversation or facilitating this discussion, people within the organization are thinking, well, what do you have to win from this? Or, you know, what? where is your stance on this? But from an outside consultant perspective, we want the company to win. So we're on everyone's team. We don't have a motive. And so when you can take that off the table, then people are not constantly figuring out, trying to think about how is this going to hurt me long term or what's the what's the real strategy here? People are really understanding, um, you know, this we've created this safe space. This is a safe zone and we want to see real progress happen. Um, and so this, you know, so it's it's important. I think it's such a sensitive topic. You only get one chance really to have this conversation and to create a true diversity strategy where people don't feel like, oh, we tried that before we did that. It didn't work. It flops. You get one chance to do it really right. And if you have the right group come in to help you um, with the strategy, then you'll be really surprised and amazed at the success that you can have. And how sustainable results will be um, when you do it the right way. 
Now, uh, because of the pandemic, are you able to implement some of these conversations virtually, or is this something that has the best impact in person? Absolutely. We have been doing um, providing diversity training in a virtual environment, and it's very impactful. Um, Lee, I'm sorry. Did you just hear that background noise? Uh, don't worry about it. Okay. You might want to ask me again. My Someone opened the door in my garage door. Uh, it said garage door open in the background. So I'm sorry about that. All right. Um, what I was asking you was, um, are you able to implement some of these diversity training virtually, or is it something that um, only works in person? Yeah, so WCM Firm does provide diversity training in a virtual environment, and Lee, it's actually very impactful. Um, we began by creating a safe environment and allowing experience shares from each participant, which helps the people in the, in the share get to know each other and embrace each other's similarities and differences. And we've designed a cutting-edge training that is based in cognitive science and human behavior research. Our training program, it's called I3, Information into Intelligent, and it engages our participants through an interactive experience to consider diversity from a broad perspective in a non-divisive manner that builds understanding, manager awareness, and intentionality as it relates to inclusion. Now, in your business, do you have a sweet spot that you prefer to work in, any industry or um, group that um, kind of is a, is a good fit for your firm? Uh, we actually, I would say, when I look at our, our client list, we have corporates. We we do a lot of work in the education space, the higher edge, uh, higher education. So like universities and high schools, um, we we have a lot of nonprofit co- clients, and um, we've done some work in the healthcare and public healthcare um, space. But I will tell you, I think if we had to identify a sweet sweet spot we look more from the size of the client not not necessarily the industry because we're we have a very diverse industry um but we probably anywhere from over 500 employees to under 5,000 so between 500 and 5,000 employees is our sweet spot where we can come in and create a very um sophisticated diversity strategic plan Oftentimes, clients over that 5,000 employee space have an internal team that really focuses on um, a diversity strategy. And so for those clients, we come in and do, usually it's unconscious bias training or some type of diversity training, cultural competence, awareness, that type of thing. Now, is there a kind of an, um, a starting point where people hire you maybe for one thing and then it grows after they see what a great job you do? Like, is there, uh, do you kind of have an uh, easy in, like a point of entry for most, for some clients? Yes, we do. Usually people call us in and they're saying we're experiencing X. You know, either they're having complications with um, creating, you know, a mentoring program or, you know, really people feeling like there, there's a sense of belonging or recently, we've had, you know, here with all of the uh, things going on in our country around race, we've had people, you know, I can mainly schools who have created where they, you know, have these Twitter accounts um, or a Facebook and Instagram accounts where it's an opportunity for people to talk about all the bad experiences, they, experiences they've had within the organization or the school. And so uh, people will call us usually when there's a pain point um, in that way, you know, and they're saying, you know, we want to really control our story. We want to control our brand. We don't want to just these one or two bad cases. 
to create a, a, a culture that people think is really who we are. We want to control that voice. And so we'll come in and really help them understand how they can grab a hold of whatever that negative, um, you know, feedback is. Uh, and right now, you know, people can just post a review right to, in five seconds. So you really want to be able to be um, the controller, if you will, the steward of your story. And so that's oftentimes when we come in. And so we'll go in and we start with that readiness assessment that I talked about earlier. And that will allow us to say, here's, you know, kind of a complement of services that we think that you should go after. You, you will help improve your, your brand. And then people can decide from that what they want to do um, and what they think is most urgent and most pressing for their organization. Now, um, how has uh, GWBC impacted your firm? Have they been able to help you? Absolutely. So with GWBC, uh, we have been able to uh, have exposure to corporates that we probably wouldn't have before. Um, we've had mentors, corporate mentors that have helped us understand how to navigate the corporate space uh, better um, and to introduce us to other corporate partners um, who could benefit from our company. So GWBC has been a wealth of, of resources for us, wealth of knowledge and a wealth of um, networks to help us continue to grow our business. Now, any advice for the uh, female business owner out there who isn't familiar with GWBC? Absolutely. I would say definitely get on GWBC's website, um, reach out to, to the organization. Uh, they are very good at partnering you with a mentor uh, so that you can understand how to navigate through the organization. Definitely uh, become certified, a certified business um, offers a lot of credibility to your organization in the corporate space. And so I think definitely call them. They are uh, they will walk you through the process of becoming certified and not only becoming certified, but being a major player um, in your community uh, to, to help continue to grow your business, but, uh, but also to be a resource for your community. Now, in your work uh, with diversity and inclusion, I'm sure there's been research that kind of validates the importance of having these kind of conversations within an organization. But is there some sort of a return on investment that a company can expect uh, doing this kind of work? Like this isn't just a nice thing to be doing. This is something that really shows tangible results, doesn't it? Absolutely. Uh, I will say that a lot of companies experience when, when you go into a, doing a diversity strategic plan, we're looking at internal and external stakeholders. So we're not only looking at your employees and making your employees feel a sense of belonging within the organization so that they can be more impactful and they can help you grow your company by whether it's creating more innovative employees, they understand their their peers, right? So they understand your clients that look like them. And so we have seen from diversity strategic plans, um, minorities grow within the organization and not only be able to grow minority share from a client standpoint, but also you see when you uh, have diverse candidates, we're, we're not just talking about, about minorities, we're talking about young people, we're talking about um, just different generations, we're talking about uh, LGBTQ people, we're talking about being able to understand your market share and your, 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 your clients help you 
provide the best products and services that you can because you understand who your clients are. So we have found that diverse diversity strategies are not only for internal um, processes and to help improve internal processes and HR practices and, you know, succession planning, but it also helps you understand externally your stakeholders and making sure that you represent them as you think about innovation, growing your business, growing your products and service lines, making sure that you can meet the demands of your clients as they continue to grow and need different different things, you know, cutting edge um, innovations. So we have found that uh, doing a diversity strategy is a holistic approach um, that is definitely rewarding and beneficial internally and externally. Well, congratulations on all your success, and we really appreciate the work you're doing uh, for those firms and to educate the community about the importance of this subject. If somebody wanted to learn more about uh, your firm or maybe schedule some time with you, have more substantive conversation, what's the website? Our website is wcmfirm.com. Well, thank you again for sharing your story. We appreciate you. Thank you, Lee. Have a great day. All right. This is Lee Cantor. We will see you all next time on GWBC Open for Business.